Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we are talking about creating a joyful life that you love. When you wake up every morning, you just want to get after it and soak up all the beautifulness that the world has to offer. So <laughs> since we want our soulmates to live joyfully, we're going to share the tips that we have to live joyfully. But before we get into that, you know we got to get into our... <clears throat> <clears throat> What is the thing called? <laughs> we have to get into our what fed our souls this, oh, this week. week. Yes, segment. Okay, girls, which one of you guys want to go first? If you have a little life listing uh, to, to lay on our soulmates. As the week was going through, I was over here telling myself, oh, this is what I'm going to say on, on, this, on what got me this week. And then I'm like, what was I going to say again? I'll, I'll just do one that I did I just did on Instagram <laughs> this is gonna okay. be I feel like I could make an analogy a life lesson out of anything I promise you guys okay so y'all know on my Instagram one of the things one of my um one of my goals for uh 2021 is to post on Instagram consistently every single day right because for me being the perfectionist I am, or I don't even know if I'm a perfectionist, but that's besides the point. Me being the person I am, I just want everything to look perfect. And, you know, I just want to have a good lesson tied to it. But since I've been posting every single day, <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, look, I just got to use what I got. So, um, but it has forced me to be creative, but with my, my posts. So yesterday I basically posted about, I posted a uh, like a random smoothie bowl that I just had throughout the day. And I couldn't remember the recipe because, you know, um, they're, they're just in my phone. So I don't know what, what it was, but I know how my smoothies are usually made. So it's usually um, two frozen fruits, uh, fresh berries, a half a ripe banana, coconut water, or um, unsweetened almond milk guys that's the best way to make a smoothie like just depending on your taste buds because of the consistency no ice no water that coconut water or almond milk have you right but that's besides the point the lesson in that is I wrote that most of the time I don't have those things because I run out of frozen fruit um cherries like I'm usually left with like the basic of ingredients right but does that stop me from making a smoothie heck no because a girl is hungry and usually rather it's um a th three fruit smoothie or a vegetable and two fruits um smoothie it comes out better than I expect it right so with that what I'm saying is like you don't need to use all the all the ingredients that you need in life that you think you need in life and i just coordinated that with you don't you don't need all the money that you think you need you don't need all the equipment that you think you need you don't need all of the the connections that you think you need if you just use what you have in your refrigerator of your soul of what you have right now you don't like you may you may just come up with something amazing more more times than not is gonna be amazing anyways. And 
you could always go to the grocery store later. Now, I went to Trader Joe's yesterday, stocked up again. But don't wait to have everything there to make your smoothie of life. <laughs> so. Oh, that's good. That's real good. Right. Thank you for sharing. That was, I loved it. I loved it. Thanks. But before we go into the topic, I, I do want to remind our soulmates to go ahead and like, share, comment, um, subscribe to us, go ahead and hit that bell notification, go write a review. You know, if you're hearing anything that's feeding your soul right now, go ahead and hit those uh, subscribes and likes, y'all. That's a lesson within itself, to be honest, okay? <laughs> <laughs> support the people that support you. <laughs> yes. 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 No, nah, no, nah, for real. We love when you guys share our our I, I specifically what i love a lot is when y'all share on instagram because it just helps other people get to know soul feeling podcast when y'all share right. our posts when y'all share our episodes that brings so much joy to my heart <laughs> but um it really does it really does any just and reading y'all those listen. comments and reading yeah. those comments they really have my soul so fed like oh, y'all are amazing i really just want to let y'all know and even if you don't write a long drawn out comment give us a emoji give us a heart give us a star give us a something you know because just a simple little comment will help the world push us up in the rankings and help us get the message out to the world because we just want to help y'all yes give us five as five. we help ourselves because <laughs> we this is therapy for real <laughs> yes all right well, that's one of the things that bring us joy is hearing your comments, uh, hearing your comments, <laughs> seeing your comments and uh, seeing the reviews, those five-star reviews that y'all leave on Apple Podcasts. But I really wanted to get into, guys, do y'all have any tips on how to create a joyful life for yourself? Or do you even feel, do you even feel like your life is joyful? First off. Yes. I kind of want to take it back to um, one of our previous episodes when we talked about protecting yourself and um, just go over some things that I might have missed in that episode because this can help you create a joyful life for yourself. Um, Sometimes, you know, we put up those guards, people have hurt us, people have done things to us, you know, misled us, whatever. And now we put up these guards and now it's caused a disconnect. So now you know, as humans, we long for that connection, but because of, you know, things that we've gone through, we've created this disconnect between the people. So I know it's scary, but in order to bring back that joy and create that joy in your life, you know, it's really just vulnerability. You just have to make yourself a little bit more vulnerable. Yes, people might hurt you, but, you know, you gain so much more than you lose by, you know, blocking yourself from the world. I love that so much. That's something I'm learning um, to deal with. Like I was talking about in our last episode when we were doing What Fed Our Soul to Speak about like, if you're doing the same thing over and over again, that's like insanity. Um, But you, because you know, guys, if you listen to the podcast, Something that when it comes to like dating and relationships, for me, I'm just so, um, I was so scared of letting people in because I didn't want to get hurt. And one of the biggest things was I didn't want to hurt other people because, you know, you know, when we're dating, there's only going to be, well, for 
I hopefully for me, there's only going to be one person who is the person who's going to, you know, essentially be my husband one day. But in order to get to that person, got to date other people too, to, to know. But I, I, I hate feeling like, oh my gosh, like what if this doesn't work, which blocks me from even moving forward. But like I said in the other podcast, instead, if I'm going to continue doing that, I'm never going to be able to let love in to just see and, and try. So I'm being very intentional right now when dating to be like, okay, all right, well, I'll let feelings be there. I'll, I'll, I'll show y'all, I'll show you I'm interested. Okay. Okay. Fine. So I love that. And it, and it does bring joy to my life. And I'm glad yeah. you brought that up because, you know, sometimes we can create, we can make ourselves busy to not interact with people. Um, mm. We can keep things, like I know at work, I used to keep things on a superficial level because, you know, I was just like, I don't want to be, you know, no new friends, you know, <laughs> just having that mentality. But, you know, it caused me to miss out on a lot of things. Um, what did I, what else did I write down? Not sharing your wants and needs. So then like in a relationship, a, a relationship with your significant other, because you feel like you aren't, you can't share your wants or needs. Now you feel like the relationship is one-sided because you're just giving, 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 but then the other person doesn't know what you want or need because you're not expressing it. Mm. There you no, go. that's, that's good, Kobe. I'm so glad that you mentioned that. And I want to go back to when you was, talking about how even just as do, as simple as opening up and being vulnerable with the people that are around you, whether that is at work. And I'm going to just speak on, I want to stay on that workspace for a minute. And I think, you know, it depends on where you, what do you do, what you do. And I'm not going to tell everybody to just, you know, go to the workplace and just spill everything all out. But I truly feel that, you know, while you are in the workplace, this year has been one of the years I think I've opened up the most to some of my coworkers and just like really gotten close. And it's just like, it has been a really, really rewarding thing. And I think everything just happens strategically for that sake. And, and I even want to say, because it's not even just, you know, most times I find myself going to my, gravitating to my comfort zone, um, the other black coworkers, if I'm gonna just be real, but I think God strategically placed me where I'm working very, very close with um, a white lady and a white man that's our next door classmate. And another. so it's like, and I'm building some of the best relationships, like, especially like me and my, my white coworker, we always joke and I'll be like, I'll tell her things that's going on that goes on in black culture. And she tells me things that goes off on in white. And it's like, we're completely transparent about it. Like, we're not like trying to, you know hide the microaggressions like the fact that i'm black you're white we like literally go in like i'll be like yeah in the black world we, we don't know nothing about no you know or this or we never and she's like yeah i guess i wouldn't know that and then she's like your dad's like the black version of my dad and she's like <laughs> we get it really really and it's like we society has taught us to focus so much on our differences but we are really really so much more similar than what we we can we even expressed to show because we're taught not to be vulnerable or you know what and i'm just like unapologetically like i'm like you like me you don't like me i'm just like i'm gonna stop you know like you said creating that superficial shell 
and like just really being my authentic self and all my blackness and and I, and, and I love her with all her whiteness and it's just like we have that connection and we can really truly understand each other and I understand and even with my mentor it's just crazy like my mentor that I'm working with he's a white man and everyone I ever thought that I'd be you know working as closely and like I love and this is the type of white people I like because they're not trying to hide the fact that he's like you know I'm a white uh, middle-aged man I haven't I don't know the black struggle but I want you to educate me about what's going on in the in the black world because I only know what I've been exposed to and I like the fact that he's open or they're open to know instead of like you know going with the media and saying like everything the media say is true and not even trying to hear us out so I just think it's beautiful to vulnerable because it shows for one that you know all white people don't have the same narrative and agenda no matter what the media do tell you and you can really learn a lot about just so many that we wasn't necessarily exposed to just in the black community maybe our parents wasn't necessarily exposed to financial tips that you know things that you know we wasn't exposed to as a culture and then the fact that you have people that are so open and willing to share and I can even teach them about things that you know that you know how to preserve and, and save and be um and be very diligent in ways that, that they wasn't even exposed to so I just think that vulnerable space whether it's in your workplace whether it's in your relationship is really important not caring um what someone else's background is because you're here to I think we're here to educate people on who we are if they're willing to learn now i'm not saying go force yourself into groups but if people is authentically um willing to 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 be educated then i feel like that vulnerable place can create a very very joyful life and i've i've seen myself grow in, in ways i've never ever ever thought that i would especially being pro-blackness as i am and i still always be that and i'm not hiding that but i'm just like you know, I can still be loving my culture and still be um, culturally diverse and educated and understand what else that, that there is that's out there. Yeah, I think it's just important to lead with love, essentially, when it comes to every everybody in this, in this world, um, you know, because of the color of our skin should not have us putting up walls, you know. I feel like that's like kind of um it closes something within you like it's not allowing you to love fully and so um I totally agree with that and that's something I've definitely I want to say definitely struggled with but definitely like had in the back of my mind you know <laughs> it was like um I don't know <laughs> I don't know <laughs> but um but you know now that i do work in a space where it's mostly white people because you guys know that i usually like for the past three to four years all black black on black on black <laughs> uh co-workers black owned business i was working for um black market on the weekends and so everything was black but like he said, it's nice to ha have people around who do care about, you know, black issues, even when it doesn't really affect them. And that's what my, the company I work for does. Um, so, yeah, I, but it is an internal struggle sometimes because you have those those biases in the back of your, your mind. 
but you have to work to to really um to to break those down and see people for people instead of um what they look like and you know right. we wish that everybody would do that for us as, as black people but you know we just have to be the example and i do think it makes for a more joyful life because that like having that animosity there's no way to to have a really joyful open life if you're harboring animosity every time you see someone exactly that's all i'm saying and then even thinking about your current company that you work for whether they are whether they were white asian hispanic think about how much they've grown your your mindset in ways that you wasn't exposed to when you you know you wasn't introduced to this company so it's just like whether i think every stage of our life we find ourselves right where we need to be at the right time and exposed to the people that we need to be exposed to at the right time if we allow our 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 frequency to to I don't know, to be at that level. I don't want to get too deep, but I think based on um, just where you are, where you're trying to go, well, you along your journey, it may not just be all Black people that you work with. It may not just be, you know, all white people. It may not be all Hispanics, Indians, I don't know, Middle Easterns. You can find yourself getting some of the best knowledge you ever sought to ever get coming from someone from Ukraine and you never thought you would meet them or you may you know go to Australia and you never thought they would change your life or you might end up working for a company and you know somehow they bring the cultural melting pot but I, I mean still be unapologetically and appreciate your culture understand your identity be fully because I, I think that's what makes us love the other cultures people from other cultures so much because you're so secure and you're so understanding of who you are you can now bring that to the table and educate and really you know share shine light and show you know the representation of who we truly are not who the media says that we are for sure and then i think another aspect of joy something that you hit on as well is you were talking about you find yourself exactly where you're you're supposed to be and um i know that in life it's easy to feel like you're not where you're supposed to be <laughs> because um whether you're looking at what other people are doing think you're thinking you're supposed to be further along than you you are um all these different things like um so if y'all follow soul feeling podcast you know that i quit my job to essentially just be an entrepreneur <laughs> and um have my own business like hey like i could do this so i took that leap and then not knowing that my part-time job to help me be stable would turn into a full-time job um with the job i'm currently at and now that i look back at it and i literally had to make them wait a little bit on my decision because i was like I had this plan in mind that I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Uh, what did y'all like? What do y'all, what do you mean? And so, but then I just take a step back. I'm like, I'll go ahead and take this bag. Like, okay, I'll take this bag. But now even looking back even further and actually being immersed in the company that I work for, it's exactly where I'm supposed to be. And exactly everything that I learn every single day, all the training that I'm having is just, I'm baffled sometimes because I've learned so much. <laughs> like, I feel like 
an expert, okay, in like in in social media marketing. Like if I don't know it now, I know I'm gonna learn it soon. And so all I'm saying is a key to a joyful life is knowing that God is ordering your steps, even when it doesn't make sense. Even when it's like, God, I don't I didn't want to go this route. I didn't want to do this. He's like, uh, okay, uh, I know there's this verse and I don't know. I'm just gonna say it the way I I reckoned it in my mind when I saw it on Instagram. <laughs> but they were saying it's like God gives you the the dream and you decide whether you're going to do it or not. But he's the one who leads leads the direction to how you get there. Like he's the one who orders your steps. Like, yeah, he gave you this idea, but um he's the one who who leads the way. Like we can't we can't pick how we're going to fall in love. We don't pick what how we're going to get to this career. Like we can try our best to navigate away and I think that's good to have a plan and all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, the way God wants you to go is the way you really, really want to go. <laughs> um, so whether you're not there yet, just know that God is leaving the way. And to be able to put that, to leave that pressure off of yourself and put the burdens on God, I feel like that is, that is a great reminder to get me back to joy when I'm feeling like I have no clue what I'm doing or I don't know why I'm not here or there yet. So um, just always leaning back on God and, and having the faith, knowing that he's leading the way. Mm -mm -mm. He is leading the way. He is so leading the way. And I think that's one of the, one of my, well, it's not, it kind of goes hand in hand in one point that I was wanting to say, such as our outlook on life. What is your outlook? I mean, although, yes, we have all these, these plans but if we if our outlook always is centered in God and knowing that rooted in God and 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 knowing that he's always going to make sure we're on the right path even when we don't know what the heck is going on at the current moment we always have something to fall back on like when on we're on those extremely stressful days on them extremely like overwhelming and you just feel like or it could be weeks sometimes even months sometimes if you really fall back on your found not even it's not i don't even see it as falling back it's like you falling forward or you standing 10 toes down in your foundation like i don't know what's going on but i know god got me i know he gonna pull the pieces together like he always have he's gonna put me somewhere where i didn't even know i needed to be he's gonna pull out the the greatness out of this situation like he always does and has always done like even if it was a crappy or a, a, a bad a bad breakup or a bad job loss or you just got in a, involved in a bad situation all around uh somehow it always seems out it ends up working for our good it's like that outlook that that overall um I don't even want to call it hindsight because you're looking forward like what do you see what 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 is like in your horizon is is like knowing that god got you like and he continues to always have you and he got you this far he's gonna continue to get you even further it's really been grounding me and i just know like 2021 i don't know what's been going on but i feel like this new sense of like purpose this new sense of of um i don't know like i just 
know like i knew soul feeling was gonna be something then but i don't know it's like whenever it's like everything that every every other year up until this point has just been like putting it together but like this year i'm like okay this is really attainable and it's really about to happen and it's just like i just feel like i just walk different now because it's just like any we can truly do any and everything we want to do y'all it's like that outlook what do you see and if you have a positive outlook anybody that has achieved greatness Oprah, Kobe, Jordan, doctors, like Obama, like anybody, like they have, you have to have that, that, that overall positive outlook. Like I understand the world will tell you to be realistic and, and to look around and see the facts, the, the data, but sometimes there's just things that's unexplainable. And I think it comes from that positive outlook knowing that Hey, something, something, something real about to happen here. And I know you don't see it, or she don't see it, or they don't see it, but just that 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 knowing that and being so secure in it. Positive positivity is literally everything. I really feel like that's why I'm so happy most of the time because I can see the good in so much. You know, I know one of my friends was like. I used to be mad at you because you always looking at like you always looking at the brighter things like I could someone could talk about someone I'm gonna surely say something positive or try to think of them as maybe they did this because of this or I'm just always trying to look at the positive the positive outlook because <laughs> girl can I just piggyback yeah. Rook girl because why Jarvis began mad at me so he calls it I'm giving everybody the benefit of the doubt. He's like, why Why can't you just let us be mad at them right now? Why you always gotta think, well, maybe they're over here, they were probably thinking this and their upbringings didn't allow them to know that. And he's like, nah, they don't get no excuses. I'm like, nah. So well, I get yeah. you, I get you. I'm, I'm saying here, my mom was like, you're no fun to talk about people with. I'm like, I'm sorry, look. I ain't the one you got to do that with someone else. Like, it could be little bitty things. Comment about anybody in a supermarket. I'm like, no. <laughs> I just I just can't. I can't. It's not, I'm not built that way, luckily. But, um, which is no shade to no one. I mean, it's all, there's all, you know, all fun, fun and games and stuff like that. But I'm not the one. But I think it's very important to have a positive outlook because the world can sometimes be a bit scary you know but to have um positivity on the forefront i feel like is a source of protection you know you don't want to be naive or anything like that but if you are putting out a frequency of joy of perfection like of things everything is going to be okay then more than likely everything is going to be okay and so having a positive mindset looking at the the brighter the brighter things like look at the glass totally full whether it has uh, air in it or have water in it or wine in it you know whatever it is just look at the alternative other side before you go especially before you go into that negative space or if you are in that negative space quickly like we always talk about change it to be something positive you know 
one of the things that um <laughs> this was going to be one of the soul filling gems um that i had as well because um yes i think yesterday or two days ago me and deborah we went for a walk and she was really really stressed about this trip that we were planning well that she was planning let me not and i wasn't planning nothing i'm like here just take my money but she's planning for her birthday and she was like man i just want to buy it's just we we waited too long the tickets were this and she's like i'm just really stressed i just want to get this over with and i was i go out look that up i was like deborah this is not something you should be stressed about like this is a this is a trip like this is fun she's like i just want to get this we haven't got the hotel yet and then i i was like deb okay i was like so what's the problem she was like i just want to get it booked already i said okay well let's just book it then and then she looked at it and she was like oh my god the price dropped more than it was before i'm like look at that look at that cool and so and so we got so that that eased her up right um because I, I just knew i was like those prices i'm not worried about those prices you know the price is gonna go down and so but then yesterday um i was stressed with my own self <laughs> and, and it what made me think about that was the post that we put up on soul feeling podcast it said what's your relationship like with yourself so I could be that person for Deborah to say, hey, chill, relax, be positive. The price is going to go down. But then me, I was over here, dog, why am I stressed? I got to do this, 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 this. I said, oh, I had to revert back to our post. I was like, oh, what's my relationship with myself? If I was my, myself's best friend, what would I say? I would say, Tip, what's the problem? Okay, can you fix it? Okay, do that. All right. Everything worked out, huh? Okay, cool. Let's move it. Let's keep it pushing. <laughs> so I think another way to stay joyful is to be your own best friend. Treat yourself how you would treat your best friend. Like, calm yourself down. Yeah, girl, you are valuable. Of course, you're going to get a scholarship to law school. Of course, of course, what your business, of course, your business is going to work out. Of course, your course is going to sell amazingly. You're amazing. You bring so much value. But when it comes to yourself, you're like, <laughs> you're like, what? What am I going to do? Mayday, mayday. So, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. Girl. Ooh. Okay. No, no, you go. On that note, I just wanted to say, okay, so by the time everybody listens to this, It'll be Tuesday. Monday is um, MLK Day. So to pay homage to him, he talked about the three evils, the three major evils. And um, I saw a post that said, you know, while we wiping everything down with COVID, you need to wipe down all that hatred, that racism. And it made me think about Martin, uh, Martin Luther King's three evils. So on the note of positivity, we should just, you know, the three evils were um, racism, poverty, and war. So, no, I just wanted to say, you know, with the positivity note, just we need to reflect within ourselves and look at how we are being, you know, judge, judgmental of other races, how we are having that poverty and lack mindset, and then waging the war within ourselves and within our minds. So. I just wanted to leave everybody with that note. That's good. That is so good because 
it kind of ties into what Tiffany was just saying, how we could be everybody else's best friend and, and we could cheat him on when we can identify. It's so easy to, to help people on the outside. Cause I do that too. I'd be like, babe, don't be overreacting. Like if you had a bad day, it's so easy to just like try to pat them along and be like, everything's going to get better. But then like Tip said, when it's, when it's you that's going through it, when it's me, that, that and here's that, that third E, that third E, the three evils, that war, that war is like, we going through these internal wars, making problems bigger than they are, bigger than ourselves, bigger than, you know, and when, you really, cause I found myself in this state of flux. I was just, I was just in a bad mood. I don't know. It was just like, I just felt like life was not the way I wanted it to be. I felt like I was behind on some stuff. I felt like I needed to be doing a gajillion of one things that wasn't done. And it was just cause I felt like I needed to be here. And I felt like my bank account needed to be there. And I just felt like I should have started. I was going through a moment y'all. And so I was just like, I was just going through this war and then Jarvis just came and he told me the same thing and we always do this thing so like I'll go give him advice or he'll give me advice and then I'll backdoor and give him the same advice and so we call it um so you gonna use my stuff against me <laughs> that's what we call it and so he goes hey everything is gonna be okay and he wasn't doing it like trying to be a jerk or anything he was literally trying to console me and it happened to be the exact word that I was telling him and I would go you know let me be let me soak in peace right now or like why are you trying to use my stuff against me that's our whole little insider but no it was real because i was like why can't we just see you know why can't we why is it so easy for us to console people instead of consoling ourselves being our own best friend and so we really really have to work to strengthen that relationship with ourselves and i was talking to one of my co-workers and no this actually wasn't my co-worker this was a, a friend of mine and he was telling me that I think when we get to a certain age, it gets easier to see things in third person, to step outside of ourselves, because now we're the age that our parents was were when they had us. And so instead of looking at things and putting so much pressure, because we, and this is one of the things that racism it, it racism is basically a form of judging judging people whether and sometimes i don't want to call it racism but we judge you know people that are even in our close circles or even that are close to us near and dear whether it's co-workers or whatever we judge and so when we are are we're, we're softer on ourselves and softer on situations and softer on others and not judging people for making mistakes it even makes us have a better relationship with ourselves because we're able to step outside of of um, the situation itself that seemed like it's causing us so much so much pain and suffering and whatever the case is, if we're if we're able to to get the ability to step out, understand like okay yes you made a mistake yes you didn't start but it's always a solution it's always something that we can do or or maybe something we don't need to do maybe we need to just sit for a moment and relax and and see what God needs us to do next. But we can always, always, if, if, if COVID has not taught us anything, one thing it did teach us is when that world just stopped out of nowhere in March, well, it, it, this was my perception, like all of this stuff that I was stressing about, went from school, about finances, like now they're just cranking up printing press and, and printing more money. Or now, you know, now we, 
all the, the, the work stresses, all those deadlines that we had, they meant nothing. Like in a matter of a second, it was just the craziest thing. So all the things that we're stressing out, I don't want us to get to the space now that the world is starting to get back to quote unquote normal, that the stress ball just starts to build up again. Like one thing we've learned that it ain't that deep and we don't have to, we don't have to like beat ourselves up for not having or not being, you know, that whatever that thing that we want right now, right then and there. So like just being softer and more compassionate, judging people less. And in, in there's a second version of the book, The Highly Effective, Seven Habits of the Highly Effective Person. And he was saying, you don't want to judge people when they're not there. And then that poverty, y'all, that y'all know that's been something that's been super, super passionate. I'm super passionate about, especially coming from a background that wasn't, that was far from wealthy. I didn't think we were. We, I didn't, I don't feel like, you know, that moment you didn't, you didn't know that you was in, I don't want to say poverty, but you didn't know you was in low class until you got old enough to realize what, what, um, an impoverished situation really was. Because I think my family always, we were just rich in so many other areas that I didn't know that we, we didn't have a lot of money, so to speak. And so just, you can, you don't have to be just because this is what you come from, you don't have to have that become your outcome. So I, I just wanted to leave that little nugget there on, on the poverty. Yeah, I think that's really good. Because one of the main things that you said was, um, because I don't want people to get confused. Um, there was this um, video I was watching and it was just talking about how people these days have been getting so to being too kind to themselves, you know? Um, you know, being, oh, it's okay, it's all right. But I don't think that's, that's not what we're saying. The thing is, be kind to yourself, but also figure out what the problem is. The way to a joyful life for me is when I do figure out, when I do realize it's not that deep, here's the problem, what's the solution? When I'm actually figuring out the solution and then acting on it, that makes for a joyful life because now I'm proud, for, proud of myself because I, I acted on it. A lot of the stuff, Stuff that makes us anxious is because we're worried about things that we have not done yet and so if we are going to constantly keep being keep doing instead of waiting I feel like that's going to be more of a joyful joyful actionable life um and so we're not saying like be easy on yourself we're saying be kind with yourself but also take the steps you need to create the life that you want or the life that God put in you into your your mind um so yeah figure out what was that problem is and act on it yeah I'm so glad that you clarified that like I'm not yeah saying by any means like just be lazy and let life come to you know uh, and I think with that though too you can really figure out what it is that's that's bothering you if you are tr tr have two things you have something to live for. And if you're, if you're, I don't wanna say just passionate, but if you have something that you were truly passionate, because sometimes you may not be passionate in the thing that you need to do, but if you're passionate about something in life, it will drive you. It will be that motivation, motivating force. Because I was talking to people and they were like, oh, I wanna start, 
you know, doing being better with my finances, but for them, it's just not important enough for them right now. They don't have something that they're living for right now. They don't have something that they're truly passionate, something that drives them other than, you know, going to work, getting a paycheck for a job that they don't really like. So if you find yourself in a state like that, is 2021 is your year to really hone in to figuring out and asking God, y'all, like I literally had to ask God, what is it that I'm living for? What is it that you have designed for me? What is it that's going to be a purpose that, that makes me feel passionate? Because now I feel find that now that I actually have something that I'm passionate about. It makes me work harder in every other area of my life. So I think if people do have something that they're passionate about, they will be more, um, driven and motivated to sit and find solutions that's yeah that's so true yeah Kobe yes and I was gonna say on that note um something that I'm doing to bring joy in my life is I'm looking back on the previous years and asking myself okay what did I do that you know made me happy what did I do that made me enjoy my life and then I'm you know planning to do more of those things you know this year and in the future so I did want to share that tip with everyone. And then also to ask yourselves, you know, what do you want to learn? Um, Tiffany posted something on her post on her um, Instagram the other day. What do you, how do you want to feel today? How do you want to feel this year? Asking yourself that question. And then lastly, asking yourself, what do you want to experience? And then, you know, going back to Tiff, what you said, that action, taking action to invest your time your energy, your resources into those things, you know, that, that you want to learn, feel, and experience to improve your quality of life. When you do those things, I find that I feel joyful. You're muted too. (laughs) (laughs) I was really into it too. I was like, "Mm, that is so good. (laughs) But yes, that is so good because I, I have a toss up right now because of like, I'm having a really money mindset toss up and I kind of wanted to talk about that today um, like in a greater scheme as a topic but I didn't bring it up because I don't have the like the solution I, I didn't have any solutions for it but my toss up right now is like um, between we live in a very capitalistic society right and so with my with the current job I, I have I see the abundance of others every single day like but it's like crazy abundance. It's not like, oh yeah, six figures here. It's like, <laughs> y'all are millionaires. We're like, what are you? What are y'all doing? And so um, it, it, cause I've always been very content with. I don't need much, <laughs> you know. I don't. I don't need a big house. I don't need. I don't need much to make me happy, right? Um, but. I realized for the things I want to do, I need more, a lot of money. <laughs> like, it, it, it ties back to what Jasmine was saying about how it ties back into your, your purpose. My purpose is to make sure that Black people are um, stable in, in their mind, economically, um, their families. Like, that. I just want Black people to thrive and have ownership. Like, that is so huge for me. And... Um, and I want that for myself. And that doesn't mean that I, even though I do like luxurious things, it doesn't mean that I want like the biggest house or anything. Like I'm super content in my, in my apartment. But 
So I always have a toss up between, are you only chasing money because you see other people? You know, you see, you see that it's possible. You see other people, what other people are doing. And I had to get grounded. So when you said, Kobe, what do you want your life to feel like? Yeah, I want bank. I don't want to worry about money. I want my life to feel like I wake up every day doing something I truly love. And like you said, I had to go back to when do I feel most joyful? I always go back to the time that we went to the We Are Girls conference for the first time in Austin. I just, that was a pure moment of joy. I have joy when I'm doing Soul Filling Podcasts, and I have joy when I'm at Black Market Houston with Black folks, <laughs> and I see them thrive. And so, and then just joyful, like being in nature and walking and like things like being with your family and things. And so I'm just trying to make sure that though I know abundance is possible and it is my birthright, I want to make sure that I get that by doing the things that I love and being able to attract that abundance while I'm also doing the things that feel good to my soul. Um, and so, and, and so, yeah, I just want that so bad because it's so easy to look at what other people are doing and say, oh, I could do that. But is it really good for your soul? And so I have a very big toss up of that. And I'm still, that's still something I'm just trying to figure out. But what I do know is I want to feel good every single day. And I want to, I want to live a dreamy life. And y'all know this because I say that all the time. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm really glad you brought that up. No, that, that's, that's real. And I think that that alone, knowing your identity, your your idea of what an abundant life is, would truly, truly make your life all worth the while. Because, like you say, we'll be surrounded by people that are that are doing things a certain type of way, and just because we're in the mix of it, we could get caught up into it and start trying to live our life and deviating from what we truly want and it's that, that think about how unfulfilling that would be as if we just you know kind of became this chameleon and just blended in and adopted the way of the people that are around us and we got to where the quote-unquote top is and it wasn't really what we wanted and so but i mean if you that even happens you can still go back another way and but it's like why work twice as hard like really find out what is your idea. And I honestly don't think it's wrong either way, whether you want millions or whether you want thousands or whether you want, you know, hundreds, whatever it makes you truly feel at ease and at peace and feel abundant. Because I think that's what we're truly on earth for is to have a life that's filled with abundance and whatever that idea of abundance looks like to you to you and like I just think whenever we could truly clearly define what that is for us the closer we'll be to attaining that thing and then it'll make traveling along your path on your journey that much more easier when you are you know coming into contact with like-minded people that could help potentially propel you forward so just being able to identify that thing in the midst of the world where there's 1100 trillions of options to choose from finding what what it is that speaks to you but and that's another thing it could be something that speaks to you today but then 
six months or a year down the line, you figure a new way of life that would probably be a lot easier. It's like, or, you know, I've been working hard all this time and I could have worked a little bit smarter this way. So you just, you just never know. And I say, well, I don't want to say you never know, but you, you never know until you, until you, you really soul search and find out what it is that you want. And you might have to revisit your soul. I love that. You have to. I feel like what I feel like is you have to get grounded every single day. Um, you have to. And I do that by going on daily walks. And I'm really intentional about, um, I'm really intentional about getting backgrounded because it's easy to get caught up in just our thoughts. But um, one, well, a few things that help me out is course going walking and being in nature and even my house plants too guys like it purifies the air like these little things that god has given us in this world have really make it easier to get grounded like it's proven scientifically that that nature makes you happier um and it boosts your mood and so using those things to to get back grounded another thing is there that i really recently started doing is listening to really soul mantra music so um there's this group called the beautiful chorus and they make like mantra music and um one of the songs is called i am everything and when i say one day when i was really stressed out this is when i had like a million a million jobs i go like i was so stressed out and that song came on and i didn't realize it was a like a mantra and it says i am everything I want to be, I have everything I need. And it says it over and over and over again. And I just was in the shower and I just broke down crying because I realized in that moment, like, no, like I, even though all this chaos is going around, I alone, I am everything I want to be. And I have everything I need. And it's really speaking life into that. Um, and so they have a bunch of different music on that as well. And then recently I came across, um, this guy named Lontrell, and he also makes this type of music, and it's like very um, meditative, very affirmational, and one of the songs um, that I listen to is called Gratitude, and that brings me so much joy. Um, um, it's, just, it's just, he just talks about what he's grateful for in the morning. He was, it's just, it just brings me back to happiness, like, oh, look, I have so much to be grateful for. Like, and then he also has all these different, it's just so beautiful. So I really encourage that to reprogram your mind because a lot of the things that they say in this music is very repetitive. So no, you're not saying it one time. You're saying it over and over again to train your mind. No, Tiff, everything is okay. you You have everything you want. What are you grateful for? I'm grateful for life. You Then you just start to think about different, then you start, taking your mind off of the negativity and everything that's going wrong and it shifts it to really when you really look at your life everything that's going right is your is your family healthy like your friends you have great friends you have like the limbs the activity of your limbs you could talk like you have money like so all this stuff we always uh it's easy to focus on the things that we don't have but when you shift that focus to focus on all the miracles that you do have it's almost impossible so it is impossible to even <laughs> be in a, in a less 
uh, in a non-happy mood. So I really want to say that it's just like music, the the frequency that's coming out of your 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 speakers and your headphones, it does have a really effect on on your life. So that's one of my tips is be in nature and listen to meditative music, um, mantras, affirmations to to reprogram your mind for for joy. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you said that, especially the whole um, nature, as we talked about this in many podcasts before, that that sun releases serotonin, which is released do- dopamine, the happy hormone in our body. So there's just something about being in nature, like nature and listening to some meditative music, ain't nothing, or even just listening to the sounds of nature, being present in nature. I, I love, I love it all. I love it all. But one thing I did want to add that brings joy to my life is when I am bringing value to others. And I know that at one point in my life, I was, I think we go through these phases where I'm trying to get me together. And it's like, once I get me together, once I got a good understanding, now I'm like, oh, I want to tell the world. I want everybody to know this. This is so easy. It wasn't that hard. You, you can have a good life too. And so I just, I'm especially the, the thing for me was the passion with my financial journey because, you know, um, growing up, I, I was taught, you know, credit was bad. Don't you ever use credit. Credit cards messes up your uh, credit, but it was not necessarily the credit card that messes up the credit. It's the human that's using the credit card is messing up their credit. So it's just knowing how the information um, as to how to use things. And, and so I'll feel so compelled once I learn, I just want to share. And um, even things like investing. Um, I know I don't have the end all be all, but I just feel like this. So there's so many simple things that that we just wasn't exposed to. And when I, I just want to share the value and bringing value to others and helping people um, get further and progressive is it just makes me so happy when I hear or whether it's, you know, it's a relationship problem and I can give you, bring some value on a tip or trick based off personal experiences. It just makes me so happy to see people doing well and in, in anything that they're doing. And I just want to be a part of, you know, uplifting. That's why I think I love soul feeling so much is because we really be out here thinking like, how can we bring value? Like after this episode, what, what are y'all going to go and take out in the world? And, and like Tiff has been harping on and apply the action to that action piece is like, you can listen and listen to this and, and listen to anybody that's trying to bring you value. It's like the saying goes, you can, take the horse to the water but you can't make them drink so when that value is shared just taking heed to that value from whether you're getting it from us or you're getting it from a book or a class or or your parents or anyone like that value i think that's what we're all here for is to uh, what is the saying go reach one teach one something like that like when you learn it teach it and um spread the knowledge and bring that value to others and i think you would really have a joyful life because think you could change someone's life and now they're like dang if it wasn't for you i would have never ever started thinking this way girl if you would have never shared soul feeling podcast with me i would have still been thinking my life was was meaningless or whatever they don't even necessarily just have to be so but if y'all want to no but seriously though 
it's just like when we bring value i think that's truly what we're we're, we're meant to do or what we're sent here to do is to bring value to others and especially Oh. No, 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 go for it. No, and then I'm even oh. thinking about like the black community that like bringing value to y'all is is one of my major missions in life because uh, just for so long we've been knowledge have been deprived from us or you know our parents didn't know so I just really want to share share with us because I feel like you know I know in my personal bubble we we thriving forward but on a vast scale. I just feel like we really, really need a lot of these these valuable tips to change the trajectory of our future generations to come. So true. And I think what really sticks out to me when you say that is something you said in a previous podcast about like teaching along the way. Because I know a lot of, I have a hang, like hang us about the value I bring, you know? And though it's like, yeah, I know my value, but sometimes like, I've said in the past, like I've de- like undervalued myself. And I think that could correspond into how you produce in the world because you don't think that you have everything all together. Like, oh, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know everything about health. Like, I don't know everything about plants. Like, I don't know, you know, all these different things. But if you, with you, that is a limiting mindset for you to stop teaching. You could teach while you're learning along the way and so i think that we actually should because that way people can see the mistakes that you make and see your progress um and so but i know that's been one stifling thing for me in particular is because i'm like i don't know enough to teach you i'm not an expert on this i don't know how many calories you're supposed to consume but i'm gonna keep posting these smoothie bowls because <laughs> i know this is better than eating a honey bun and so it's just like um don't devalue yourself just because you don't feel like you know everything if you're learning along the way and you feel moved to share something that you learn share it because it could help someone girl and you learn so much faster when you teach i'm not sure if y'all ever heard that before but there's a true study that shows it's proven when you teach something you learn it I can't remember how many times faster, but it's like amplified to the speed whether you were just trying to read and soak it up. Because when you're teaching, it puts three things into place. It puts the action, you have to do the research, and you have to communicate. You have to, and when people are asking you questions about what it is, it makes you, okay, now you gotta go research that question if you don't know it. It makes you think about all the things someone that's trying to learn it, like, I don't know how to express it, but it's like you learn so much more when you teach. I can tell you, being becoming a biology teacher, I learned way more about biology being a teacher than I did all four years I spent in school majoring in biology. And so I'm just like, wow. And I only, I haven't even been a teacher that long. I'm just like, when you teach, you learn so much more. So don't be afraid. And I know the world would tell you you're not qualified and you don't, you don't know it all and I, I get sh- shut down like when I was I recently just posted I've um I'm in the process of working on an investment course y'all so if y'all are interested but I'm I not tell people I'm no licensed CPA I'm not a, a um, an invest I don't claim to be a, an investor guru I just I'm speaking from personal experience what I actually applied what I, I do currently this is my practices um i've bought courses in the past i've invested in courses and they've taught me so i'm just 
spreading the knowledge, what I've learned through my personal experience and what has worked, what it's proven to work. And I'm putting that all together in a course and you can feel free if you, if based on my results and who I am as a person, if you think that is going to work, buy in. If you don't, then keep it moving. You don't have to. And so I had a couple trolls, what you're saying. I'm like, um, I'm not claiming to be an investment guru. This is just speaking from personal experience and I, the people I personally helped in my immediate family and immediate circle, like changed their and I've seen them help help them get capital gains and and um, gains on their dividends and their investments and it is worked on a consistent basis so hey that's good enough for me and so I think we shut ourselves down because the outside world is going to say we're not qualified compared to this guru or to that person that's been doing it but if this it, I, I just want us to know sometimes people don't want to go to the top guru they want to go to you because they trust you and because they know you and they can just connect and have a conversation. They may not be able to pick up the phone and call uh, Deepak Chopra, but they might want to learn meditation from you because they seen you've been doing it on a consistent basis and it's working for your life and you've been manifesting it. So like, don't feel like you got to be this big Hollywood name for people to want to invest in you and learn from you or even take heed to what you're doing. So true, so true. Because you just gotta, it's whoever your ideal customer is. And literally, you know, that's like marketing terms and sales terms, but really it's just like, who is in alignment with you and what you have to offer, okay? It's just like, I mean, I would definitely, I go to Jasmine for uh, investment advice all the time. So yes, that's my my source, I could, and I, while I also do research on YouTube, I know Jasmine personally, I trust her. And so that's why I would go to her. And so people, like you said, you may, you may not feel like you're qualified enough, but what does, what do we, the pastor say all the time, pastor say all the time, God calls to unqualify. So you don't even, you don't need to, you don't need to be, anyways, qualified, that's like a, whatever your definition of that is, because you are qualified, <laughs> so, but uh, we all are, but you have to believe it and you have to believe that you bring value too. But I do agree with you, Jasmine, feeling like you are valuable and being valuable to other people and being of, of value to other people um, does make life feel better. Make sure you don't sweat the small stuff, focus on what you do have and do not limit yourself um and don't limit yourself with your limiting limiting belief you can do everything that is in your mind um and knowing that makes for for a joyful life what time is it y'all it's affirmation time it's affirmation time it's affirmation time y'all if this is your first time tuning in on the self the podcast we always 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 end our podcast with a positive affirmation so what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life. Either you're transforming your life for the good or you transform your life for the not so good. Even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say I'm strong. So key word here, you got to say it. You have to say I'm strong. So on them days, you're feeling sick and tired, down and out, not like your best self still speak uplifting positive high vibrational words and sentences over your life 
Um, I'm affirming that there are millions, billions, trillions, generations to come listening to, tune in, listening to this podcast. It's three of us, and we're going to go ahead and end this thing off with our positive affirmation. So who wants to go first? I'll go. Mine is, I am filled with joy. Mm. I have a joyful life. I am choosing joy each and every day. I love it. All right, guys, make sure that you write down your affirmations below and let us know what you are you are affirming in your life. And make sure whatever you're listening to us on, go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, it's very important that you guys leave a five-star review and write something soulful and sweet so we could continue going up and up and up on the rankings <laughs> and feel free to join us on instagram as well we over there popping y'all y'all didn't want to tell y'all in 2020 that we were about to come out here popping but now we out here popping. <laughs> so i can say that we out here popping so go ahead and follow us on instagram hey follow us <laughs> yes s-o-u-l-f-i-l-l-i-n-g podcast you can follow us there to get your daily dose of inspiration um and other than that, guys, just go out there. Have an amazing, brilliant, joyful day, joyful week, joyful year. We love you so much. We'll see you guys next week. All right, guys. Until next time, soulmates. We love y'all. Bye. Bye.